This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Welcome along to the Blood Red channel. I'm Guy Clark. Thanks for joining us as we bring you reaction to Liverpool's Champions League group stage draw. Having gone all the way to the final last season, the Reds know that Ajax, Napoli and Europa League runners-up Rangers stand in their way of making it through to the Champions League knockout stages for this season. Earlier on, over on the Blood Red YouTube channel, I was joined by the Echoes, Theo Squires and Liverpool.com Matt Addison for live reaction to the Champions League group stage draw, where following Rangers coming out of pot four to complete Group A, we discussed the Reds group. The Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo. Out of the two Scottish teams, I'd have preferred Celtic. I know they're the champions, but Rangers, they've seemed to have been so good in European football. I, I just have a way first under Gerrard and then Van Bronckhurst of uh, defying the odds coming through these knockout tyres and I suppose it's a little bit more favourable that it's a group stage rather than two-legged knockout affair but it's going to be a great occasion like obviously both fans are going to travel in um, good numbers been to go to Ibrox Rangers back at Anfield uh, Kai Delaney and I were at Ibrox for a, a Legends game for the Echo a, a few years ago and that was a nice enough atmosphere I think it was weird seeing Gerard play in blue for a bit in that one. But there are a few angles there. It's almost a shame that Steven Gerrard decided that he should go to the Premier League with Aston Villa. It would be even nicer if he was still there. But they've got some good players. It's going to be a tricky tie, but one, of course, should get through. Yeah, well, finally as well, Matt, see Ben Davis play at Anfield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We've seen him play at Anfield. He had a friendly. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now, Matt, no, your thoughts then on the group as a whole? Yeah, look, it's it, it's it's good. I think that it's been a little bit mixed up with that last team. It's it's a, a little bit sim- similar from from what we've seen in, in previous editions with the other couple of, of teams. The one thing I would say is it's a little bit like Manchester City. You're not looking at having to, to travel very far, particularly Rangers. That's a, a really close one. But the other two as well, it's it's not that far to go. I think you know, hopefully, if Liverpool do have a couple of players back from injury in the, the next few weeks you can then start to, to look at kind of making one or two changes for these matches and I think that'll be important I think I think generally speaking Liverpool will be pretty happy with that and you'd expect on paper at least for them to be able to, to sail through and and hopefully get that done with with one or two games to go but it'd be interesting you know in terms of, of the order and stuff we've got to sort of wait to, to see you know whether they're home and away first and, and which sort of order these come out in but you know you'd you'd maybe want to to get a home game out of the way first, maybe get three points on the board. You maybe wouldn't want to to go away to Rangers first or, or something like that. But yeah, I think overall Liverpool can be fairly pleased with that. And Theo, in terms of the group as a whole, we've, we've seen Rangers come out as the final team. A bit of variety for Liverpool, but Ajax and Napoli, two sides they know well. Um, Yeah, reasonably well. Ajax isn't too far to go to either. It's only like an hour on by plane. But um the good names in European competition without being the elite heavyweights that give you a proper group of death. And it should be games that Liverpool fans can enjoy, uh, good occasions on the pitch where they'll see a decent contest, but one that the side should come through. Uh, that Having played Ajax a couple of years ago, they'll, they'll know all about them. Um, Napoli's, like we've said, it's a little bit different to the Napoli of the past but it's still a good test and it, it could have been so much worse when you saw some of those teams in Pote, for example, or a couple of the heavyweights in uh, uh, Pots, was it Potsy, whatever. Have I got the letters wrong here? Is it numbers? I've already pot one and pot three. But yeah, it could oh, have no, been Potsy, so much worse. 
yeah, you were right, Potsy, which is, is, is finished off with Victoria Poulsen going in there with Bayern, Barcelona and Inter Milan. We'll run through the the options or the, the groups for some of the other English sides as well, Matt. But in terms of drawing Napoli, Theo mentioned it there. It is different to the Napoli of, of recent past that Liverpool have faced. Carlo Ancelotti, of course, not there, but a number of the players having moved on as well. And I suppose that the, the years in which Liverpool did face them a few times in a row or what, two out of three years that, that Liverpool faced them. They were really Serie A title challengers at that time. More recent seasons, they've, they've fallen away from that pace. Yeah, I think in, in recent times they have. It'd be interesting to see how they kind of get on really this season. I, I think it's a little bit more open, isn't it, Serie A at the moment? Obviously, Juventus had gone on that run, but that seems to have, have stopped and they seem you know a mile off it. And you look at the two Milan clubs, Napoli, I think, should be trying to enter that conversation I think you know going away to Napoli is never going to be easy but you know if, if Liverpool can win kind of you know you'd expect on paper at least that they can beat Rangers home and away Ajax they've already proven in recent seasons that they can do that home and away even if it's you know only only a narrow win you, you know you are looking at that and thinking across those three teams Liverpool should be able to to get enough points to be able to comfortably top that group and, and get themselves through and I just think looking at, at the drawers as a whole you know we, we mentioned that you know City have maybe done okay there with Sevilla Dortmund and, and Copenhagen you'd look at one or two of the other groups though and I don't think Liverpool can have any complaints really you look at into Barca and Bayern being in the same group, PSG, Juventus and Benfica in the same group. It could have been a lot, lot worse for Liverpool. And I think, you know, they should be fairly comfortable and fairly confident with the, the teams that they've got drawn out there. Theo, do you think it has any impact on the transfer window, whether Liverpool had drawn a tougher group? Would that have forced maybe decisions in the transfer market? Um, I don't think so. Uh, I think the only way the Champions League could potentially have an impact on transfer business is the teams that got knocked out in the, the playoff round. Like you have players there that might have been wanting to play in the Champions League, got knocked out and have to be in Europa. We'll be looking for transfers. Maybe one of them can become available. I know Liverpool been linked earlier in the summer with, uh, was it Sanger at PSV? But at the same time, he signed a new contract this summer. So maybe that's not going to be one that can be too easy to sort out. Uh, he's, with a side like Liverpool, when they plan so far in advance... You wouldn't expect them to make a knee-jerk decision off how tough the Champions League group stage draw is. I think, you know, we need an extra forward to get through. You certainly don't want that to be the case. Like, whilst you want Liverpool to still sign a couple of players, it's still reassuring that they are so organised or have got this plan and vision in place. And then it just has to be judged on the pitch. Um, like I said, it's a pretty straightforward group to an extent. Um, <laughs> at least this also, well, if there aren't any players they're interested in from Rangers or Napoli, or Ajax, and would delay negotiations until January, because you imagine they want to want to sell anyone like that now. But Liverpool weren't in that situation anyway. And then with Rangers, um, I think it's actually fresher than we thought. Like, according to LFC history, never played a competitive game against them. They've had a couple of friendlies. But Rangers haven't been at Anfield since 1924, apparently. So <laughs> they'll enjoy that day out even more. I think, remember, friendlies in recent years under Rafa, I think... There was one under Kenny as well. Liverpool battered him 4-0 at Ibrox and then lost in a weird winter game in 2011 because they weren't in Europe when uh, Dalgleish took him to like, the two domestic cup finals. So it's still over 10 years since they last played him. In case you can enjoy even more. Yeah, we were we were talking sort of as soon as the draw concluded, Matt, about Rangers. They were the, the last team out. Is that for you the headline of the draw for Liverpool 
a, a battle of Britain, as it were, with with Rangers. Yeah, I think so. I think that's the the one that I think will be the the kind of narrative, not least because, as Theo says, it's it's completely new, isn't it? It's not a team that Liverpool have, have faced for a long time, which is you know a little bit interesting. I think you know the the more I think about it, actually, the the less it kind of matters that Napoli and, and Ajax have, have played Liverpool in the recent past. Like you're saying, there's been quite a few changes with Napoli. There's been quite a few changes with Ajax as well. You think of obviously their manager is is completely different now. Liverpool have but already faced him this season with United. There's you know, lots of, of players that have left them. You think of Ryan Gravenberg has gone. There's uh, Manchester United seemingly after all of them, Anthony included. So it be interesting to see kind of what happens with them. There could be you know a few more changes depending on what happens for the rest of this transfer window. They, they're, they're going to be an interesting team, but I think Liverpool should be able to beat them. I think you can basically say that about all the teams, can't you? I think Rangers will be will be an interesting one. A couple of players there, like we've mentioned in Ryan Kent and Ben Davis, but ultimately these players were nowhere near good enough for Liverpool. So by that sort of logic, Liverpool should be able to, to go there and, and beat them. But yeah, Rangers definitely the uh, the biggest narrative, but I think there'll be uh, there'll be some good games in that group for Liverpool. But the main thing really is that they can get through, can't they? They'll, they'll be overwhelming favourites to, to top that group and they sort of back themselves, I think, to, to do that within four or five fixtures. Yeah, no, most definitely. Let's take a, a wider look then at the, the conclusion of the, the draw, Theo, and talk about some of the English sides and who they've drawn. Tottenham are in, in Group D. They've got the Europa League winners, Eintracht Frankfurt. They've got Sporting Lisbon and Marseille. That seems fairly pleasant for them. Uh, group E is where Chelsea are. They've got AC Milan, Red Bull Salzburg and Dinamo Zagreb and Manchester City with Sevilla, Dortmund and Copenhagen. Which one of the other English sides do you think has got the most favourable draw? Probably Tottenham. Um, on paper, those sides are easier. They've got a, a world-class manager in Conte now. They've had the experience of getting to the final of, a few years ago. I think that they should come through that pretty easily. Chelsea, uh, Liverpool found out with AC Milan last year, they're a big name, but they're not as good as they were 15, 20 years ago when it was just world-class player after world-class player after world-class player. So Chelsea should top that group. And you'd imagine Milan get through it, as runners-up. And City, they're just streets ahead of anyone, really. So it doesn't matter that it's Seville and Dortmund. They'll still find a way to get through that, probably in top spot with one of the others joining them. But out on looking at this, you'd, you'd expect the four English teams to top the groups and then uh, draws open for if Liverpool are top who they get as runners up there are some tough groups here so you're going to get a massive side as runners up in group H with PSG and Juventus you're going to get a big team as runners up in group C with Bayern, Barca and Inter um, yeah it's all there it's all to be determined we'll know more in mid-November when we see who gets through but it's been a good draw for the English teams should expect to see him in the round of 16 and then maybe we'll go from Battle of Britain to Battle of England for the quarterfinals onwards. Yeah, the Champions League to start in less than two weeks. The 6th of September is when the group stage gets underway and finishes by November the 2nd. Matt, it looks really intriguing and interesting. Theo mentioned a few of the, the big hitters of, of some of the other European sides in there. What's your take on, on the English sides? And, and equally, is there a side you can look at in that group stage and say, actually that draws really favourable for a side who maybe we didn't fancy all too much, who things could open up for. You mentioned Porto before, but but Group B looks as though it's wide open for maybe a dark horse to emerge from there. Yeah, Group B, I think, is is open. 
I don't know that much about Leverkusen these days. I think they could be one that possibly take a few people, myself included, by surprise. I think I'd look at Group E as well. I mean, you'd expect Chelsea to get through there, but Salzburg, I think, got through to the knockout phase for the first time, didn't they, last season, I think. Casey Milan, I think they would have been disappointed with what they did last season with obviously being in, in the group with Liverpool and, and Atletico. So, yeah, I'd ex- expect them to, to have a bit of a go at it. You'd look at a Group F as well. I think Leipzig, they're one that has kind of either not done particularly well or, or gone quite far in the competition. I think they'll be looking to, to kind of build upon that. Again, you know, it's it's not an easy group with Shakhtar and, and Celtic, obviously Real Madrid favourites in that one. But I think Leipzig is, is one that possibly, depending on, on kind of what they do for the, the rest of this transfer window, who they keep and if they can get anybody else in, they could be could be a team to, to watch. And yeah, I suppose there's, there's kind of the two sort of groups of death, if you like, in C and H. But the other ones are... Maybe you've got a team like a Liverpool or a Chelsea or Manchester City that you think could possibly sort of run away with it at the top, but you know possibly the the other two, you know the the other three teams could be could be a little bit more even within those. So yeah, it'd be interesting to to kind of see who gets through. But I think just looking at the English clubs, you'd expect those to to kind of sail through fairly easily. You'd probably think Real Madrid will get through fairly easily. You'd imagine that PSG could possibly do that, though Juventus, you know, a bit more of a, a task for, for them. But yeah, I think for, for the English teams as a whole, I think it's probably worked out quite nicely for them. And, you know, I think, you know, fairly obvious for me that, that the English teams would be right up there in terms of the competition as a whole. Real Madrid as well, you know, Bayern Munich in there. The, the draw really hasn't changed my mind on that. If anything, it's, it's probably made that slightly more likely. So Liverpool with Ajax, Napoli and Rangers in the group stage for this year's Champions League. You can find plenty more reaction over on the Liverpool Echo. Thanks for joining us and until next time, it's bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo.